Hey, good morning. Thanks so much for logging in and watching this message video. Um, I'm pre-recorded, so uh, what I wish I could have done is like sit down with all of you and just share with you. Um, and then I thought, well, I can record this and I can make it super professional and snazzy and all that kind of stuff. And and if I mess up, I can start over. But the truth of the matter is, I want this to be authentic with you. I want this to resonate like we're sitting in the worship center right now and you and I are having a conversation. Um, or maybe even better, you're in your house or you're in your car. Maybe you're out for a walk and you've got your um, your headphones on. I just want you to feel like I'm hanging out there with you, right? Sitting in a chair in your living room, riding in a passenger seat, walking beside you on the path. And I want us to have a conversation this morning about, about the verse and the word that God has given me for our church for 2021. Now, I'm not really a one word guy. I don't often pray and say, hey God, what's the word for 2021? Or what was the word for 2019 or 2020 and sometimes God he gives those to me he he drops a word in my spirit and as I resonate on it a verse comes with it as well and then it just God just begins to open up this path this understanding I'm like wow holy cow that that really is where you're taking us in in the next season and so I want to share that with you this morning um I believe that it's a word not just for our church, but also for our city. I think it's even a word for the church at large in our country and maybe even around the world. Although I recognize that I'm sitting at the gathering in Albemarle, North Carolina. It's a small city in a big world um, because this is where I pastor and this is where you're planted. And so it's, it's got to be a word for us as individuals here at the gathering first right before it can become a message that we can share everywhere and so if you'll turn to Isaiah 57:14 Isaiah 57:14 is the verse that God really put on my heart um about a month or so ago after he had already dropped a word in my heart a little bit before that and and I just want to share it with you it says this in the New Living Translation God says rebuild the road now that's the word rebuild God says rebuild the road, clear away the rocks and stones so my people can return from captivity. Um, first thing I want to point out is this. God's calling us to rebuild in 2021. Now, you know, that's not a stretch, is it? It's like, have you ever heard somebody say something and you're just like, well, duh, that's kind of a no-brainer. Um, maybe somebody says, I just... I really don't feel like I'm all that healthy and you watch them and you see what they eat and you're think and you think hey I've got some advice for you maybe you should change the way you eat change your diet maybe you should incorporate some exercise into your lifestyle and like if you if you look at that on the surface it's like well that's kind of a no-brainer advice right so when I say hey the word for 2021 from the Lord is rebuild well, yeah, all of us can look at our culture. We can look at what happened in 2020. We can see all kinds of devastation, all kinds of things that got jacked up. And we go, well, uh, duh, of course it's time to rebuild. But the, the, um, the common sense of the word doesn't take away from the now part of the word, right? So when the Holy Spirit says, hey, the word is rebuild, he's giving us, he's giving us um, this powerful like for this season for this moment you're called to rebuild 
And just because we can look at that and go, well, well, duh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because the Holy Spirit's calling us to be a part of a rebuilding process. Second thing I want to point out before we dive just a little bit deeper for a few moments is that he says, we're doing this so my people can return from captivity. Now, I want to make this very clear that this is not a word about people who haven't come back to church yet, right? So it'd be easy for us to go, well, of course, those people need to come back from captivity because they're, they're you know, in their homes and they've like locked the doors and, and closed the blinds and pulled down the, the, the windows and, and turned off. No, that's not it at all. This is not God saying, hey, you need to get out of your house, right? This is not about physical captivity necessarily for us. This is more about um, where people are in, in their soul, where people are in their spirit and in their heart. And there are people that are, are definitely in captivity to some things that we'll talk about in a few minutes. And, and God wants us as a church to rebuild the road that will make it accessible for them to return from those places. Does that make sense? Trust that it does. Okay, so um, here's what I want us to do. Um, I just want to share with you uh, four RE words. Okay, um, they're, they're straight here from Scripture, from the passage that we just read. Um, Isaiah 57, 14. The first one is rebuild. Now, what I want you to see here is that we're not called to build something from scratch. 2021 is not going to be a year of building something from scratch. It's, it's, we're rebuilding. We're actually rebuilding a road that's always been there. Um, I'll talk more about this next week when we kick off our series, This Is Us. And week one is going to be one that you do not want to miss. It's going to be a continuation of a lot of what we're talking about today. We'll continue into more depth next week. But one of the things that we'll talk about next week is holiness. Um, and so what I want you to see is, in the Hebrew, the word for rebuild actually doesn't mean like, okay, get out your hammers, get out your nails, and like really start constructing this road. No, what it means is to raise up the road, to, to lift up. And so a lot of what we're called to do this year is we're called to raise up the road that's always been there, to make it visible again, to raise up a standard. What does the Bible say? When the enemy comes in like a flood, we're supposed to raise up a standard against him. And so this road that we're rebuilding, we're actually raising it up. It's God's road. Isaiah eleven sixteen says that he's the one who builds it. And Isaiah 35, 8 says that there will be a highway of holiness. This is a highway of holiness. And what I want you to see is that this entire passage that we're talking about, one of the themes in this passage is this idea of raising. So um, the, the Hebrew word for rebuild is, means to lift up, to raise up. In verse 15, God says that he is the high and lofty one and that he lives in high and lofty places. What does he say? That he restores the humble and raises, revives them, raises up the repentant. And then it also says like the, the contrite and the humble will, will be in those high and lofty places with God. The whole passage is about lofty things, right? It's about raising up a, a way and a standard so that people who are trapped, who can't get free, who need to be free, can be led to those places and see the road that they need to take in order to get back to those places. So we are called to rebuild, not to invent something new, but to help people see again the road that God's always had there. Um, so we're rebuilding. That's the first already word. We're reestablishing. 
um, what I want you to see is that we're reestablishing um, guardrails, right? So we're gonna, you're gonna hear a lot about this as the year goes on, but we're gonna kind of like, this year is a chance for us to say, okay, like, what do we need to get back to? What do we need to reestablish that maybe in 2020 felt like it got covered up a little bit, felt like it got, um, we got distracted from? And so in 2021, what are, what are those guardrails that we need to reestablish? I'll say this, the entire series, This Is Us, is going to be about values that we hold as a church. What makes us, us? Like we are all these, these different things that we'll talk about, like family is a huge part of who we are, right? The presence of God in worship is a huge part of who we are. But for this morning, what I want you to see is two guardrails that we have got to reestablish. One, the, the guardrail of truth. When The Bible says that you hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Not like there's a bazillion ways, right? So pick one, but no, this is the way. There is truth. We have to reestablish the guardrail of truth. Now you think about how guardrails work. When, when a car veers off the road, if, it, if there's no guardrail there, the car is actually going to go over the cliff, and I mean, goodness gracious, all kinds of disaster could happen, right? But if there's a guardrail there, the car is going to bump up against the guardrail. It's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to be some sparks. It's going to damage the paint job, but hopefully the person stopped by the guardrail and is able to get back on the road and continue the path that they're supposed to be on. Truth is like that. Just think of the road. On one side of that road is truth, right? There's this guardrail of truth. And so when we, when our lives start to get a little bit off um, center, we start to get a little bit jacked up, we're going to bump up against the truth of God. And so he's saying, hey, like raise up this way of holiness. Raise up this standard of truth Put those guardrails, reestablish those guardrails again so that people know when they're stepping off of the path, right? And on the other side of the road, I think we have to reestablish the guardrail of transformation. Listen, we are, as believers, called to become like Jesus. Paul talks about this all the time, that we are predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son, Right, that, that's, that we are to look more and more like Jesus the longer that we walk this road. I think sometimes we, we forget that when we're walking with Jesus, it's not about just being with him. It's actually like Christ in us, the hope of glory, right? So we actually, he's, we're not just with him, we're becoming like him. And when we become more and more like Jesus, when people look at us, they should take notice of the fact that we look like Jesus um, in Acts I love the verse that talks about how the people took note that these men had been with Jesus because they were doing these amazing things and people were like, how are these, how are these average, normal, everyday people pulling off this stuff? And they were like, oh, oh, that's right. These men had been with Jesus. So when we, we reestablish these two guardrails of truth and transformation, do you see how it allows us to continue walking on this road that God has already established? He's already built it. It's the way of holiness, and when we start to veer off one way or the other, like, man, I'm, I'm not really living my life according to God's truth, then we bump up against that one guardrail, or, hey, I know God's truth, but I'm not really allowing, us, allowing his truth to change and transform me. Paul said that we're not supposed to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed, right? And, and we're, we're transformed, Paul also says, in, by the renewing of our mind according to the Word of God. So when we know the truth, but we're not allowing it to transform us, 
that we bump up against that other guardrail, right? And it's the truth and transformation are these two guardrails that we want to reestablish. Uh, the, the third R-E word is remove. We're actually called to remove things that have cluttered the path. The way that Isaiah 57 says is clear away the rocks and the stones. Listen, there are things that have um, cluttered the path, y'all. Um, what has distracted you from seeing the road that God has for us? Uh, fear, pride, politics, social media. Listen, like we're called to remove those things. He says, remove the rocks and remove the stones so that my people can return from captivity. Listen, some of us have got to wrestle these things to the ground. Now, there, there's good reasons for a lot of things that we've done in 2020, right? Like, hey, I don't want to go outside because I don't want to get infected with a virus, but can I just lovingly submit that many of us, in an attempt to do that, have maybe been infected with other viruses like fear, like uh, social media, right? Like this virus of trying to get across my point on social media, even though I'm not really saying it in a way that benefits the other person. Ephesians 4.29 says that the words that we speak should actually be words that benefit the other person, not benefit my, my, my what I want to say. So if I'm only saying what I want to say, I'm not even living according to Ephesians 4.29. And so now I'm not living according to the truth, bumping up against that one guardrail, or I'm not allowing the truth of God's word to change the way I talk, transformation, or the way I type and post. And so what happens is now I'm starting to veer off the road, this road that we're called to rebuild. Does this make sense? I'm praying that it makes sense, that it resonates with you. I, I wish that we could be together so I could see your face and I could see you going like, yeah, or I'm not sure because I want to drill down on the points that don't really make sense. I want you to see that we're going to rebuild this road. And that part of how we rebuild it is we've got to remove some of the obstacles that are in the way. There are people that want to come back to the Lord. There are people who want, who want something so real. They so desperately want to return from the places where they're captive and find wide open spaces of freedom. And they keep tripping over the crap that we've put in the road. And God's calling us to remove the rocks and remove the stones to get them out of the way so the people that are trying to return from captivity aren't tripping over obstacles that we put in their way. Y'all, we got to remove this stuff. And, and, and if these things are resonating with you, then I got to tell you something. It's not my job as a pastor to help you get rid of those rocks and stones. It's my job as a pastor to tell you to get on your knees with the Holy Spirit and wrestle this stuff to the ground. You got to find a way. We've got to find a way to clear the way for people. Can I tell you this? We were not made to live in clutter and peace at the same time. And some of our lives are so cluttered, y'all, so full of distraction. That's why we don't have any peace. Isaiah says, by the way, I'm saying a lot from Isaiah. This is a great book, y'all. It'd be a good thing to, to hang out in Isaiah for the, the first part of this year. But Isaiah says that God keeps in perfect peace those whose minds are fixed on him. Not those whose minds are cluttered with all kinds of stuff, but are solely focused and fixed on him. You can't live in clutter and peace at the same time. And at some point, you've got to declutter your mind. We've got to declutter the path. We have to make it 
so that people can return from captivity. Now, that sounds like work and it sounds like I'm all over you, but I'm really not. So check out this fourth RE word. We are rediscovering. I thought about this. Every time we remove a distraction, so think about rocks and stones. Every time that we would actually pick up a stone and move it out of the way, we're removing that stone, we rediscover the path that's underneath that stone. Have you ever um, been, been cleaning up and you found something that you had lost? You didn't, maybe you'd lost it so long ago that you forgot about it. Um, maybe you pulled out a, a coat that you haven't worn in a long time and you put your hand in the pocket and felt money. I mean, isn't that a great feeling? You pulled out that money, you're like, holy cow, I got $5, I got 10 It's like winning the lottery. We're called, y'all, to rediscover. This year is gonna be a year of rediscovery for a lot of you. You're gonna rediscover why you used to love to hang out with Jesus in his word. You're gonna rediscover why you used to love hanging out with God's people and worshiping together. You're gonna rediscover why prayer was so powerful in your life. You're gonna rediscover all these things because you're gonna clear away the distractions, the rocks and the stones that have kept you from those. And as you remove those, you're gonna rediscover the power that was lying underneath them. I thought about this. We, we'll remove the rock of social media and we're gonna rediscover the path of silence and meditation. It's hard to be silent in solitude with the Lord if we're always checking the, the notifications on our phone, right? We're going to remove the stone of pride and we're going to rediscover the way of peace. I love that. I love that. And, and I want to just encourage you with this as we get ready to, to, to close this out. When we do these, these four RE words, God's got a couple that he wants to do for us as well. He says, I will restore the crushed spirit of the humble and I will revive the courage of those with repentant hearts. I, I pray that what you take away from this morning's message is that God's not calling you to rebuild because he just wants you to be busy with a bunch of activity. He's calling us to rebuild the road because he wants us to humble ourselves and admit first and foremost that his way is better than our way. Proverbs 14, 12 and Proverbs 16, 25 both say the same thing. There's a way that seems right to us and the end of it is death. There's a way that seems right to us, but it actually is the death of us. But what he's saying here in Isaiah 57 is, if you'll humble yourself and recognize that I as your father have already built a path for you, that you have covered up and cluttered up and I'm calling you to rebuild that road. When you rebuild that road, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to revive the courage that you need for the task and I'm going to restore the spirit that was crushed by all of the stuff that happened previously. But what it takes is us being humble and us repenting and us simply saying to God, hey, whatever you want for me, I'll do it. I'm all in God this year with rebuilding the road, not just for everybody else to return, but God, in the areas of my life where I have become captive, I believe that you're rebuilding the road so that we can all return from captivity. Now, this will require us 
learning how to lean in to God, how to listen to his voice. And for some of us, that's one of the ways on the path that, that we're going to rediscover. We've got to remove some of the distractions. We've got to maybe turn the TV off. Maybe we need to cut out some food. Maybe we need to turn down the social media. We need to remove some of those distractions so that we can clearly hear God telling us the way to walk. And so here's what I want to help you help you with this year. We're going to kick this off tomorrow. We've we've never done this before as a church. We've we've done periods of fasting between Easter and Pentecost. We've called those 50 days to fire, but we've never done 21 days of prayer and fasting to kick off the year. But this year, I feel like God is saying it's time. And so tomorrow on the 4th of January, we're going to kick off 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, as a matter of fact, we're going to try to just do the best we can to connect, reconnect with a lot of you on on social media and also um, not just social media, but the, the, we have a new app. And I'm going to encourage you to download that app today. We'll put a link right below me right now so you can see where to go get that on our website. Um, I want you to download that so we can send you notifications through that app, communicate with you just verses and truths that God's doing in us and through us, through Scripture. We really want to rebuild the road of the truth of Scripture. And so I believe that Scripture is a huge foundational part of this road that we're rebuilding. I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit, another huge part of the foundation of this road. And so as we lean into the Holy Spirit, um, as we listen to what He's saying, as we remove distractions and allow Him to speak to us, I'm going to encourage you to be part, take part of this fast. I'm going to encourage you to, to either fast um, one day a week, or maybe you do all 21 days, but you just do lunch every day for 21 days. Or maybe God says no chocolate, or maybe he tells you to cut out all social media. I don't know. Whatever he tells you to do, I'm going to encourage you to do that. And we want to walk alongside you, and we want to hear from God. And I believe this, when those 21 days are over, God is going to give us a blueprint for how to rebuild this road, for what we need to put in place to help our city return to the Lord, people that are in captivity to find freedom. I believe we're going to recapture more of the Holy Spirit's power, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that's what we're calling the captives home to. I want to pray for you, and then we're going to let you go and enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. I love you. I'm so excited about what God's going to do in 2021, and I'm so thankful that we get to be a part of it together. Father, I just pray right now over the gathering and over this house. I thank you, Lord, for what you have in store for us in 2021. We say yes right now to the task of rebuilding the road because we're partnering with you to simply rediscover the way that you've always had. I believe that you are going to use us this year to set an example in our city to clearly mark the path that people can walk on in order to come away from captivity and into freedom. I pray for each one that's watching this and who's right now in their spirit, they're saying, yes, God, yes, this is what I crave. This is what I desire. And I pray that you would strengthen their hands, God, revive the courage that they need in order to take part in this process. You are calling us to use our hands 
to rebuild. And it will require courage. And right now, I just pray courage into this body, God, that we would step up to the task and you would find us faithful in your name, Jesus. Amen. Hey, man, thanks so much for hanging in here with me and listening. I know it's not the best way to do this, but thank you so much for being uh, willing today to listen to me through a screen. I can't wait to see you next Sunday as we kick off this brand new series called This Is Us. I promise you, this is one you're going to where you're going to be engaged with every single Sunday. Uh, maybe even bring some people with you. I can't wait to see you then. Have a fantastic week and the rest of the day.